0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Buckle up, because it's going to be <laughs> a long ride. It's going to be a wild ride.
1: <laughs> no one cares, but we're going to tell you, anyways. This
0: is Popcorn Chats. I'm in a good mood today, so nothing can uh-huh. really phase me, because I just feel like it's a fall day. It's September 1st when we're recording this, everybody, but I was, I was practicing with my new makeup, and it was like spooky fall vibes outside, and I was like, I feel like this is a sign that I just need to go have a spooky day. So I was like, I need to go get my water bottle, because my whole life has been messed up ever since I left that at your house. <laughs> so my like, first things first, went and got that. Got myself pumpkin spice. Went to a little Target. I just got stuff I needed there. But I just feel like Target is a good place to go in the fall. And then now I'm having a pumpkin lager and... Good. I'm glad. I
1: was gonna ask him like Katie, you know how we're always like, how you doing? What you doing? And at least you had like a good little update. You had a fun day. You're in a very fall mood. I can tell you're just in a good mood. Like this is the
0: episode off on a good tone. I know. I'm happy for fall. It really bothers me when people are like, It's too early. Like, what does that even mean, first of all? Who made you the season police, bitch? And the best seasons always go by too fast and the long or the shitty ones are always the longest the weather is already changing it's pretty
1: chilly i mean it's not like chilly chilly but it's definitely cooling off quite a bit so like why not also do i want more time that there are pumpkin flavored products in the market yes i love pumpkin flavored things so mm -mm. yeah
0: and i'm not trying to rush summer like i'll take another warm day like i'm not against No, summer. I'll be the
1: summery one. I got my aloha candle going and then I have a pineapple truly. So like I'm feeling okay. summery vibes still, but then I'm dressed very like fall vibes. I'm very ready for like to be back in comfy, cozy clothes.
0: I know. Even though that's
1: all I've been in in quarantine, I think I've maybe worn my actual shorts that are not comfy shorts like twice. But that's
0: also because they don't really fit. <laughs> <laughs> because quarantine has been rough people i was wondering that the other day i was like where do i have jean shorts anymore or did those just like disintegrate when summer was basically canceled because i don't think i didn't wear jean shorts at all this summer because i had yeah, no reason like to twice. where was i gonna go yeah exactly we did we haven't even said welcome back no but it's your turn to intro oh shoot so. okay Well, I've just been dropping the ball. Talk about fall. Ooh, she rhymes. Welcome back to Popcorn Chats, everybody. I'm Katie. And I'm McKay. Girlies, we're back on... A bit of a serious topic this week, sort of. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but we're talking about The Purge.
1: I don't really know. I'm trying to make this fun. Yeah. I know we're going to have to get into like certain things because this m- these f- movies are way more deep than I remember them being. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to like keep a lighthearted note. I have had too much serious shit the past few days. Like, I want to yeah. keep
0: this like a little light and fun
1: because these I movies agree. are still a lot of fun
0: and so. i don't think they were meant to be as serious as they are because i was watching a interview with again jason bloom blum is it blumhouse i don't know blumhouse? that was blumhouse Anyways. i i always pronounce it as blumhouse jason bloom um and he was saying that like the gun violence uh was a bit controversial because like 2017 was a very like gun violence crazy year unfortunately And that's around the time that one of the movies came out. And he was like, I can't really control what happens in the world. Like, I just produce films. Rewatching these films back to back to back was Mm -hmm. an entirely different experience. I remember when these first came out. Did did we go to see
1: it? I don't remember seeing the first two in theaters. I do remember seeing the third one in theaters. Me too. Mostly because I went with my brother And there was a guy that came into the theater and like the theater was packed and he came in with like a giant backpack and like sat in the corner front row and like stood up in the middle of the movie. And I immediately was like about to run for the exit because I was. (laughs) Yeah. Scared. and so i just and he ended up sitting back down like nothing ever happened but like i just remembered for the last like half of that movie like half paying attention half just like keeping my eye on this guy because i was terrified of something happening fitting for america and these movies yeah to have you're also experience.
0: yeah it's but, not like you're crazy for thinking that but maybe he just no. had a bunch of snacks in there i don't know when i first heard about the purge The movie, the first one coming out when I first heard about it, I was like thinking that it was going to be a comedy because I was like, oh, it's about all crime being legal for 12 hours. My privileged ignorant ass was like, oh, just people are going to like steal a bunch of stuff. And like I I genuinely was. Thinking that it was going to be a comedy and not a horror movie. I
1: did see this tweet one time of being like, I want a comedy of two friends who accidentally kill someone the day before the purge. And they try to, like, cover up the person's tracks for an entire day until it would be, like, legal for the purge. And, like, try to, like, I- imitate them for the day. I like, that would be funny. I, know. I could see, like, one of those B studios, you know, doing something like that. I think that's yeah. a funny idea, but...
0: That's the thing, like, the, the idea for this, the concept for this film is so vast. Like, there's so many opportunities and possibilities and different stories that you could tell within the Purge realm, which is why I like that the films tend to focus on different people and then, like, carrying some people over to others, which I also really love. But they are coming out with, like, a comedy or a parody of The Purge called The Binge. Have you seen that preview? No. Um, it's about, like, all drugs being legal for, like, 12 hours. <laughs> We'll see how it goes. But when I saw the first one, which was like, I was like, we were sophomores in high school. Mm -hmm. I don't remember digesting or like registering any social commentary whatsoever. Granted, it is lighter in the first one, a lot more subtle. But literally, I, it went right over my head, Mm -hmm. which probably says more about me than the film. Well, I think it
1: says to do with our age I think that played a factor. I think you and I have both talked on this podcast about how we did not recognize our privilege when we were younger and have been trying to be better and more conscious about that. And three, I think two, just like society in general, even though this was only 2013, I don't think society was talking about it as much as it would now. I think if this film came out now... The discourse would be huge on it.
0: Right. But I think
1: at the time, we still weren't ready for that conversation.
0: Back then, especially, but also now, too, a little bit. The Purge and the idea of The Purge in general is just kind of a joke to people now. I was watching these movies all week and I told someone like, oh, yeah, I'm watching The Purge tonight. And they like laughed. And I was genuinely like, why are you la- like, what's funny about that? And they're just like, oh, I don't know. And I was like, have you seen the movies? And they're just like, no. So they're laughing like at the idea of the purge. And after watching these movies back to back to back, and given the current world state, I'm not fucking laughing, bitch. I'm not laughing at all. But there are some comedic scenes. Joe. Joe, the belly yes! owner,
1: in three, in election year. He is, like, my favorite. I love him.
0: He's yeah. So there are, it's definitely not meant to be all serious. So I think no. you're right that we should take a more lighthearted tone, hopefully. And because there are certain
1: things... I think the concept in general, take away all of the corruption that we see happening and unfolding in these movies. If you just think about the concept overall, like, 12 hours where all crime is legal... I know my mind immediately jumps to being like, okay, so who's going to be out, like, robbing places? Kind of what we were talking about. Or who's going to go and, like, take out, like, their ex? Like, you know, I kind of immediately think of that when you think Mm -hmm. of just the concept in general. Which I wonder if that's kind of how it started of being like, hey, what if people were just able to do literally whatever they wanted for 12 hours? And then they realized, like, hey, what if we use this as a way to show how the government could, like, take out lower-income people from society and use this, like, purge to do that while also making them, like, more money in the process with, like, raising the purge insurance in the third one? Mm -hmm. That was interesting. Yeah, I think the concept in general has a lot more space to be fun Mm-hmm. fun I use in like a loose way because it's still talking about like crime and crime is not fun but mm-hmm. like I was but just it, thinking like, about it I'm like what would we do if the purge was real
0: I thought about that too and I was like realistically I feel like in the family that I was born and brought up in we would be like the Sandons from the first movie where we have the money to afford to protect ourselves and like have this Mm -hmm. security system so i'm guessing that if the purge were a thing in this society like i would grow up never taking part in the purge and always being like separate from it Mm -hmm. which is like literally the essence of privilege and then i probably like at this age now would be like (laughs) like an advocate for ending the purge and being like it disproportionately affects like low-income underserved communities I feel like that's realistically how it would go but if I were to purge I don't know what I would do what would you do if you like actually went out I think the same as Katie that I would have
1: had a family or like I've been raised in a family that I think like we would have also been very separated from it um, and, like, been able to protect ourselves. However, if the purge was actually real, first of all, I would try to leave the country, which, again, is a privilege that I, like, mm-hmm. have a passport and could possibly do so. That I would want to leave the country. Because I'm a paranoid girly. And mm-hmm. I don't want to be around.
0: However, right.
1: if it was, like, you have to say, like, they close, like, everyone has to stay and you have to go out, I thing i don't have it in me i have no desire to ever like harm someone physically like i don't see myself like going out on one of those like murder buses that they had yeah also if you are going out with your friends to purge you better trust those friends That's what I was saying. What's to keep them from turning around on those like murder buses in the second one when all these friends are going out purging together? I'm like, what's to keep them from turning around and
0: shooting you? I thought the same thing. I was like, what if they don't find like people to satisfy their craving to purge and purify or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck? They're just gonna kill each other. And the government would probably like that and be like, yes, do that. If I had to go out and
1: like. Really what I immediately think of is, like, let me go and rob some places. First target, I'd target some Amazon warehouses because Jeff Bezos would not be missing that inventory. So right. So I would be targeting some Amazon warehouses, trying to get as many, like, essential items, maybe make up some, like, little purge kits or, like, essential living things that people can't afford normally. Hit up Target, same thing. Hit up Barnes & Noble selfishly just for me to steal a lot of books. I would just be, like, robbing places or, like, just...
0: And I agree, but I also feel like in the movie, like, they show that the youth is being corrupt and, like, desensitized by the violence and everything that is being shoved down their throats. And, like, we see the group of teenage girls in the third one who, like, murder their parents and then go on this, like, killing spree. So I feel like if you grow up with the Purge, it's almost an act of rebellion, like, drinking or doing drugs or something. In high school, Mm. like to go out on purge night would kind of be like an act of rebellion. So I don't I can't say what I would actually do in this situation. However, also realistically, like Target would probably have really good insurance, whereas like small businesses wouldn't be able to protect Mm -hmm. themselves, which is another thing we see in the movies. And like the banks and the financial district, like move all, all their money. So it's really like the lowest of the low people are the ones that are affected.
1: But you get a whole ass group of people together, and you like just raid an Amazon warehouse. Really, I, like that's
0: what I, I would do you for that sure. Much. A warehouse like, for sure is a good idea.
1: Yeah, like because I mean, yeah, they can put in security measures, but if you get like a whole big ass group of people who is like Jeff Bezos doesn't need more money. I could see that man though, like reasons. putting snipers on joke. the
0: roof, and we all just get shot
1: I mean (laughs) you're not wrong (laughs) for legal reasons this is all a joke (laughs) if it was real if they were all of a sudden like hey two weeks from now purge is happening how many people like genuinely would participate because I think it's one thing when everyone was like oh I wish the purge was real but like if that actually came about how many people would actually want to participate and would I right. think I would be unpleasantly surprised to know that it would be, like, a higher number of people than I would hope would want to, Yeah,
0: you know? And they get more into that in the first Purge and the fourth movie. Um, they talk about, obviously, like, the circumstances that got America to the point of... in. Installing the purge night, like unemployment is at some crazy number, which it is right now. And just people are angry. There's like civil unrest and they show uh, like videos of protests and stuff, not dissimilar to, again, the ones going on right now and Mm -hmm. new founding fathers party gets elected, blah, blah, blah. And they do an experiment on Staten Island and they pay people to stay because people like everybody's poor. Nobody has money. Unemployment's really high. So the incentive is to pay people $5,000 to just stay. And then Mm -hmm. they'll get paid more if they participate and kill people. Yeah. I could see that type of thing. Like if they were paying people to do it, which I feel like they would have to to get it started.
1: That sounds like the Stanford prison experiment on steroids.
0: Yes. It's like the stimulus package on steroids. (laughs) So starting with the first one, the purge, the one that everybody knows and loves... Yeah, so the first
1: one came out in 2013, um, and as Kate and I were talking about before, it only had a budget of $3 million, which is really, really impressive for, I'd say, like, any movie, but especially for, like, a horror action e. wouldn't classify these as horror. I'd classify them more as, like, what, thrillers,
0: you think? Yeah. The production company that makes this movie makes, like, scary movies. I would yeah. just call it a scary movie. I don't know. Yeah. So The Purge
1: obviously came out in 2013, and this one just followed a family, like, inside their house during The Purge, um, and then obviously each one kind of built on top of this theory, but I think that, like, this one kind of set the- it was, like, a good starting point for it, you know, yeah. starting inside of a house. um, The whole home invasion aspect for me, like, scares the absolute shit out of me. I think that with scary movies is one thing that really gets me when you think about someone breaking into your home- because mm-hmm. that is just, like, some place that you feel so safe in. And, like, it's your space. So, you yeah. have someone, like, come and invade it. That's one of the things that bothers me so much in Mother. And is, like, so unsettling oh. is the fact that, like, all of these people are coming in and destroying her house. Yeah. That, like, that, for this one, it's my least favorite of the three that I've seen. However, it is, I think, still a great starting point for it.
0: And when you think about a budget of $3 million, they definitely couldn't have pulled off what they did with the other ones, like being on the streets. Yeah, no way. It is like taking that home invasion to the next level, because it's the guy who literally designed the security system that's supposed to be foolproof. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd probably bet his life on it, and then he ends up losing his life because it failed. That's so
1: crazy. So. I remember also watching that and when he died. I was shocked. I was not expecting him to die in that. But looking back,
0: I'm glad yeah. he did. <laughs> I was shocked, but I even the first time I saw it, I felt nothing, and I was just no. like whatever. I wouldn't have felt no. anything if any of them died, except for the boy. But even the boy, I'm just kind of like. Eh. No. I got beef with the kid the kid is creepy
1: as hell I'm sorry I mean I know he's like the MVP for saving Dante which in in the first one he's just credited as like bloody stranger he doesn't even have a name I saw that I was like excuse you Yeah, he's literally named like Bloody Stranger in the first one, and then he's given the name Dante in two and three. Um, so he's MVP for saving Dante, however, he's also shitty for dooming his family in the process, and then also he's great as hell with his little robot baby. Um, yeah, no, thank you. That uh, when Lena Headey... uh, what's her character's name? I have it right here.
0: I just Um, called Cersei
1: Lannister. Um, was looking at the baby and just like having to smile and be like oh yeah that's really cool i'd be like my kid's a freak
0: yeah would be interesting though if the kid like showed up in some of the later movies like some of the other characters do as maybe like someone participating in the purge like a creepy person Mm. and he's like a teenager now or, like, him and the baby robot show up later on somehow. And, like, I think that would be interesting.
1: Yeah. You know that kid turned around and purged
0: the, the next yeah, year. Yeah, <laughs> I think he could have either gone no one question. of two ways. He would have been a purger or he would have been, like, an anti-purger. And yeah. he could be, like, killing a bunch of rich people or something.
1: And you but. know Zoe uh, marries a man who buys poor people to murder. Yeah, You just know it. You get
0: that vibe. Ew, her boyfriend. She also, I'm disturbed by the fact that she wears that school uniform the entire time.
1: Yeah, like I said, I think it does a really good job setting up The Purge itself, But then also the classes and kind of showing, like, the rich people in the neighborhood, all with their giant security systems. The way that the dad is like, oh, 10 years ago, we couldn't even afford rent. Now we're buying a boat with, like, a car garage on it. Yeah. Showing how they have really, um, how their lifestyle has really improved with the Purge versus that. Yeah. Obviously, we see Dante's character, who is obviously very disproportionately treated by society by the purge.
0: Yeah, and that's just my question. Like how do people like the Sandins rationalize the purge? You know We never
1: really get that answer either. Like when the son asks why don't you guys do it, they just said we don't feel the need. But like they never really explicitly state their feelings on it.
0: Yeah, so if they don't feel the need to, like, purge and purify, which seems to be the going narrative of, like, we need this night because it makes us better people of, like, the wealthy upper class who benefit from it, that's Mm -hmm. what they tell themselves to sleep at night, basically, is what I gather. But if the Sandins aren't participating, yet benefiting, they have to know that... If they used to be poor, like they say, or they used, maybe not Mm -hmm. poor, but unable to, like, afford their rent during a time of unemployment and stuff, they have to know that people are dying in order for them to now be better. Yeah. They can't be ignorant in that fact. But it's also, like, the upper middle class, upper class today, you, (laughs) there are certain things that, like, you just can't deny. There's the haves and the have-nots. That's how capitalism works. Yeah. And you just tell yourself things to, like... Let you sleep at night, but that's just a question I had. I was like, So, what? Because they put the flowers out too. They're like, We believe in this night, but we don't participate in it, Mm -hmm. like, we don't have to deal with it. Yeah, their neighbors are so bogus too. I
1: know. Like, what? When they, when they come over at the end, it's like, excuse you. And then I love when they're all sitting around the table, and the one bitch yes. tries to get up and tries to take the gun from Cersei. I, she's just Cersei forever in my mind. Mm-hmm. Tries to take it from her, and she just slams her face down on the table and cracks her nose open, and it's just gushing blood. Ooh, what a way to wrap out the movie! Yeah, that <laughs> is no
0: a- more killing. They're mad that they bought stuff they needed for protection, and you're mad that, like, somebody made money off of that? They're
1: just jealous. Like, the neighbors (laughs) really have no legitimate reason to be upset with them, except for the fact that he has a successful business that they choose to give their business to as well.
0: Right. Yeah, and it's like, so then just don't buy it. But, oh, you're going to buy it because you don't want to die.
1: But there's got to be some rival. There's got to be two security system companies in this whole country during the purge.
0: Yeah, when she comes over and she's like, some people say that we paid for that addition on your house or something. Shut up. It's like, no, but, like, yeah, some, like, everybody pays for everybody else's stuff. Again, Mm -hmm. that's how capitalism works, like... (laughs) That doesn't mean that you can just take it back. Like, yeah. You paid for things.
1: That's like an exchange. I just had a thought. So you know how she brought those cookies over and I was just thinking like, she better check those cookies for rat poison. What if she would have poisoned those cookies and then Cersei goes inside and she gives one of them to like Creepy son, and Creepy son eats one, but it's like 30 minutes before the purge starts and he dies. Yeah. Is that technically murder them? Yeah. Because it's before the purge, even though she probably intended them to eat them during the purge.
0: What if also that I feel like that's a flawed plan, because if she gave them the cookies to eat during the purge and they did eat them during the purge, then the mom could just be like, no, he ate them before jail. her. Uh, uh, jail. And how jail. does that type of stuff work? You know, because there's a whole day until seven o'clock for shit to go down and i feel like there could be some messy stuff with that people being like no he killed me before the purge actually
1: (laughs) that's like at the end of anarchy when the when the dude shoots the one meat truck man the drunk driver shoots the meat truck man and then his two little like cronies come out and are like looking at the lawn and then mother and daughter come out and they're like looking at the lawn and they all have guns pointed at each other and they're all about to shoot each other until the siren goes off but someone could really easily just be like oh oh sorry like the siren just went off i didn't realize it beforehand
0: yeah and like
1: have gotten away
0: with it like who would have known you know but then i think we're supposed to know that there's cameras everywhere because it's, like, the freaking Hunger Games, and they're, like, broadcasting it. Yeah, I guess. So then they could, like, check. But who's gonna go back and, like, look at all that? Because they really don't care about people no. dying anyways. Yeah. So they are they really gonna, like, uphold the law that much? No. there's just another person dying.
1: And also, can you imagine the hospitals the next day? That's what I'm saying. Do these people get up and go to work? Because if it ends at 7 a.m., then does everyone have to get up? Like, would I have to go to work the next day?
0: Yeah. Like, do you have... I feel like there's so many logistical questions that I had during this. Like, the cleanup has got to be insane. You're probably finding dead bodies, like, weeks, months after. But then I was like, you know what? That's just more desensitization and people just are like oh that's probably from the purge it'd be yeah. like finding a piece of candy on the ground after halloween like oh it's probably from halloween you know like so that answers that question i guess it's just like well whatever and the cleanup service probably creates jobs so that's I probably guess. how they justify that
1: but then Do you get i was like, men pay like, do you get bereavement? if Like, like for you're... somebody dying? Yeah. And then what, or right. are they like, oh, it's just a normal thing. Like, every single year, you know, the purge happens. Sorry,
0: suck it up and get into work. Do people feel less bad if, you're, if your family member dies? Because it's, like, technically legal. It, yeah. Especially if you support the purge. And so you're just like,
1: well. Or when you go to work the next day or hang out with your friends, do you, like, talk about what you did? Or is it kind of, like, don't. Like, keep it on the down low if you went out and killed someone you, like, don't really tell people? Or is it, like, public knowledge of being like, yeah, I went out and killed three people, so watch your tone, Jeff.
0: Also, like, with all the looting and stealing and everything, I was like, that can't just be, like, one day of cleanup, you know? And then Mm -hmm. what about the economic fallout of that? Like, isn't there a recovery period of at least, like, if a business gets completely destroyed, completely robbed... I'm no business owner, but I have to think the recovery period of that is very extensive. But then again, I was like, they showed us the insurance debacle and how those who can afford insurance have it. So it's probably just the big corporations thrive and all these small businesses just and that would look good for the economy, but terrible for Mm -hmm. People who the government doesn't want to take care of. So I was like, that answers that question too. And then I was like, honestly, this shit is already happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we already have the purge. It just doesn't last one night. It goes on all year in small instances. And I was like, now I understand. Do you think that could be another
1: like unspoken purge rule of being like, don't target small businesses? I mean, granted, you said like the teenagers in the third one, that's not really going to help. But if you're thinking like now, if the purge were to start happening, like I, like, as I said, I'm like, Target, Amazon, like those big corporations, I would never go after like a small business. But do you think that could be like an unspoken purge rule among people? Like if you're going out to steal stuff? Like don't steal anything that's not like a giant corporation.
0: Yeah, I also I think you're a right. I think you're right because but then there's also like desperate people who need money and like that's their only option since the banks are like closed, and mm-hmm. like we said, the corporations can afford to like shoot people <laughs> if they need to. I think in these movies, the emphasis is more on murder, mm-hmm. and they want people to like kill, which I don't
1: think that. I mean, that could just be naive of me thinking, like, I don't think everyone's sole purpose would be going out for murder. I think that makes a more interesting movie for them. However, when I'm thinking now, like, if The Purge were to happen in society, I'm thinking more, like, robberies. Like, I think that would be bigger. Yeah. But I'm sure murder- obviously murders would still happen. I'm just thinking, like, if all crime was legal for 24 or for 12 hours- I'm thinking a lot of people would immediately jump to, what can I go and steal? To like I I'd go to a grocery agree. store, you know, stock up on groceries, steal as much as I can, give it to food pantries, you know, stock them up. Like, I'm thinking that kind of stuff, and I'm wondering, like, would other people think on the same train of thought, or would they be like, nah, yeah. I'm just I gonna think go out and kill you're people one- with a machete. Machete's yeah. also seem to be very popular
0: in these movies.
1: Have, did you notice that? Weapon choices? I noticed, I mean, obviously yeah, guns, the weapon choices were, machetes. like, part of the
0: fun. Yeah. And, like, part of the costume, too. Like, the costumes yeah. are so big. Yeah. it's like I mean, and, Halloween
1: costumes for years since these
0: have come out. There have been tons right. of Purge costumes. And that guy does say Purge is Halloween for adults. Mm-hmm. Clearly in these movies, especially the ones where it's, like, been 20 years since the first one... Like, society has digressed into, like, a different form, Mm -hmm. whereas I totally agree with you. I think if this were to happen now, it'd be, like, for sure just stealing, especially, like, people in these times and in the movies when The Purge first started, like, are desperate for money. And the fourth film kind of does address that because during the experiment, no one's killing each other. Yeah. which is what the founding fathers want. And so they're like, what the hell? Like they're not killing each other. They're just partying. They're just stealing from ATMs. Like,
1: oh, I didn't what think do we do? about ATMs. Right. Vending machines. I mean, that's right? like only dollar
0: bills, but that adds
1: up. A bowling a alley a laundromat, a bowling
0: alley. Oh I don't know why God. I thought a bowling alley, but they they have a bar, they have a yeah. like little arcade.
1: Katie, we raid we raid the liquor store. <laughs> unlimited unlimited white claws for you oh so my god Rolersheim is a small business so I would not go and take their wine actually though but they sell to like big chain grocery stores
0: yeah oh, oh, oh. <laughs> They were asking people, like, screening them before the purge, first purge started. Like, are you angry? Will you kill people? And the people were like, yeah, I'm angry. Like, this country sucks. And then no one was killing each other. So then they sent in, like, federal people to incite violence. Sound familiar? Yes. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. And then people started killing each other. So I totally agree with you that I don't think it would be murder- if it were to happen now, but also in these movies, they like emphasize the murder. They're like, including murder. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. All crimes, yeah. including murder. Are now like, They legal. want people to kill each other. Yeah. And then they're like, pushing this narrative of like, cleanse your soul. Like, killing you will make, killing people will make you a better person. Which is like, brainwashing and so uh-huh. messed. Once you yeah. get Jesus involved, separation of church and state, baby. Whatever happened to that?
1: I was looking up at one of my pictures on my wall too or one of my canvases and i just was thinking how much i freaking love dystopian content i love dystopian novels this is like the best dystopian movie franchise i can think of that's not based off of a book like i just find that so fascinating of it being a world that is so grounded in what we know But just, like, certain things just turned up and amplified. Yeah. So, like, the one that I'm looking at, it's this book series. And the death is, like, no longer a thing. We have, like, eradicated all death in our society. So they have scythes who, like, are basically people who go around and glean people. It's not called killing. So people can live for thousands and thousands of years until, like, a scythe comes up and is, like, it's time to kill you and they kill you. Or, and you can, like, reset your age back. And, like, that mm. is fascinating, too. Because then how, like, the people who are assigned, obviously, then there's, like, corruption in that. Of, like, the people who are assigned to kill and, like, the proportion of people that they're killing. Obviously, yeah. like, that ratio gets messed up. So, like, thinking about that or thinking about the purge. How, like, if you're just allowing all crime and encouraging murder, how maybe, like, it didn't start out being like an absolute kill fest but then like over the years what that devolved into and like seeing the society that it started as to what we got and like how we got to this point oh i just i love it i
0: love dystopian i love like near future stuff too like the handmaid's tale when they get the flashback seeing how it was right before it all divulged into chaos i was like "Ah." because you see the similarities to our world yeah. Compared to that. So I, I'm sorry I keep bringing up the fourth one and you haven't seen it, but... No, it's fine. I mean, because I'm sure there are people that are listening that have li- have watched it. So like when the first killing happens on the first purge, they broadcast that to everybody to show the person getting murdered. And it shows all the characters and everybody watching it. They're all cringing. They're like, ugh, ugh. Like... But in the other movies, people don't have that reaction to people killing really like they're watching it in their living rooms with their children with their families yeah. even the mom and the daughter who are, are like scared and the second one they're watching it on tv yeah
1: they have purge coverage going so yeah. it's and just... how that's like the purge events like in the first one they're yep. talking about like oh what are you gonna do oh we're probably just gonna watch some purge events and like hang like, out what for is the that night. yeah
0: yeah should we move on to the second one, or do we yes. have more to talk about? <laughs> no, because the second long... one is my favorite. I think oh, we like, okay. got into
1: like other things though with the first one. The I mean, it just yeah. like naturally divulged into that. The second one is my favorite. Wh- which one is your favorite just talk to talk about?
0: I think it's a tie between the second and the
1: third. Okay, I think the third one is fantastic too. So no negative points to that. I just freaking love. I feel like they had the first one, the mm-hmm. purge. And we're like, this is great. This is really cool. Look at what we can do with this budget. Now, let's just crank it up. I loved getting out on the streets in this one. I loved the multiple storylines. I loved Leo, that we have one guy who is, like, setting out to purge. Like, he's got his target. He's ready. He's got his armored car. He's got his weapons. And he is ready to go. Then you have Callie and what was... Callie's the daughter and, uh, Eva, or Ava, Eva, Callie and her mom, who then (laughs) are this mother-daughter who have been, like, struggling to make ends meet, and they are, like, directly targeted for the purge of being, like, in a low-income neighborhood to be killed. And then you have Shane and Liz, who get stuck outside, like, not planning to be out, But then they are eventually targeted by these people, like their brakes get cut, but then they are like stuck outside, which I think that is the most terrifying circumstance to think like, I get so much anxiety watching their car break down on the bridge and them like panicking, calling people. Cause like, what would you do if you were in that situation? Could you imagine how scary that would be knowing you have like 45 minutes, you're super far away from your house and you have like no way of really getting anywhere when the purge is about to start
0: yeah and i'm like never in my life would i do that like why are they going to his sisters is it because she has better protection than they do maybe in like their apartment why are they hold on <laughs> i just ripped out my <laughs> headphone i'm um, <Got> so excited <laughs> but i'm just confused like why are they leaving a couple hours before the purge is about to start but then i'm like maybe they had to work and they just got off at five and now they're Leaving before the purge starts at 7. His sister lives, like, 45 minutes away. It'll be totally fine. We'll stop for groceries. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I could see that. That's cutting it awfully close. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I would just be like, hey, boss, I need off today because I need to, like, get out of the city. Yeah. Before the purge. And if we're in this, like, better American society where, like, maybe we're not treating people like objects in... The work field. Hopefully, a boss would understand and let you go. But I don't know. I guess there wouldn't be a story without that. But they're the floppiest of the group. I think every scary movie has a floppy. That's what I call them. Just somebody's running around, like, oh no, help me, save me. And so often, unfortunately, it is the woman or a female character. So I think Cersei is the floppy one in the first movie, unfortunately. Sorry, Cersei. But I think Shane and Liz are both floppy in the second one. Yeah. And they just annoy me the entire time with their little couple's conflict.
1: Yeah. And then after he gets shot and they're, like, back at the one friend's apartment and she's, like, I still think we need to tell your sister. And they laugh about it. But also, I'm, like, this is not the time to be bringing up your divorce drama with your husband. And then,
0: so was she joking about that then?
1: Or no? I think it was,
0: like... A half joke. It was
1: kinda like, uh huh, we should tell your sister ah, <laughs> but like just because he got shot doesn't mean I'm still gonna stay with you.
0: And then uh-huh. whatever happens to her, she's like, I wanna purge. Yeah, Honestly, I know. wasn't like I need to see this storyline through. I was like, Okay, bye. But yeah. I was also just like, All right, Liz, have fun Ugh. with your bangs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what even gets bangs? I'm gonna be cutting mine soon. It doesn't work on bangs. her.
0: It does not okay. work on this. No pants. All right. All right.
1: All right. I yeah. I mean, I think it's just a lot more fun. I think the aspect, I love the group of guys that are, like, following Shane and Liz and taunting them and their masks and, like, their motorcycle. I think they just, like, add a fun element to it and make it, like, extra creepy of, like, a chase, like, they're being hunted through the
0: streets and everything. Yeah. And then, like, what they end up being is, like, a delivery service, basically, to the rich people. Again, for money. Yeah. Like, they're out for the money. Yeah. Do you think, though, that
1: they... You would have to have a lot of trust... In that employer though, because how do you know that like you bring the last delivery and they're like, oh yeah, we're just gonna keep you all too. They could and like kill they you. They could all. do that. Because what they're gonna What you sign a contract? Okay, everything's legal, so it doesn't matter yeah. if
0: you have like a written contract. The they're desperate for money and like yeah. how else are they gonna make money? Because, like, there's not that many options.
1: Yeah. Also, I just thought it was ironic that this year, the movie that this year takes place in is 2023, and honestly, that shit is not that far off if things keep going the way that they're going. And also, I just think it was interesting, um, for legal reasons, this is a total joke as well, um, but I just thought it was ironic that the founding father that was, like, speaking the most about it, his name was Donald Talbot. Yep. I mean... So that's all I'm going (laughs) to say.
0: And also, I think
1: the way that this builds on to... I think each movie builds on the corruption. Like, the first one starts with, like, the family. And you see, like, how the attitude towards the Purge, like affects each member of the family and you kind of see like society views on the purge and then Mm -hmm. anarchy like builds on that corruption even more when it shows like the grandfather selling himself to these rich people to kill to take care of his family that's so sad that's really upsetting The rich people like doing this auction at the end of the film and with the introduction with Dante coming back in and what's the
0: what's the organization called? I think it's just like the the
1: anti-NFFA or something. Yeah, we get the introduction of them. And then in election year, it gets to the root of the corruption, like, because we're starting to see, like, sprinkles of it. And we're getting, like, deeper a little each time. But then in election year, we really get to the root of, like, how deep rooted it is in the political system of of this dystopian future. So
0: I think this one does a great job, like, setting up election year for that.
1: And a great job setting up Leo. I love
0: Leo. I think the turning point is Leo, like, seeing that corruption, too, and just being Mm -hmm. like, all right this is messed up and the people like buying people to hunt them for sport is just so messed up but so much does happen in the second movie compared to the first one like it's Mm -hmm. just action 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 every turn and like Mm -hmm. they think they're safe then they're back out in the streets they think they're safe then they're back out in the streets and it's just like Uh, such a wild ride like when the sister kills the other sister because she's like cheating and again I think that shows like the desensitization Mm -hmm. just like whatever like screw family the purge is the over like riding force basically
1: Uh, I love that that then we get Dante coming in at the end of him being like this homeless what did the what the the, like, homeless swine that, like, yeah, they the dude calling called him, called like him in pig. the first one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Never called him by a name at all or even just referenced to him as a person. Just, like, the pig. And then in the second one to seeing him come in and he's, like, joined this organization to, like, help fight against the corruption of the Purge and, like, rioting against the government. That is the transformation we need to see. And then in the third one, we get, we got him even more being, like, heavily involved. Also, I just want to say the
0: blue flowers... Kind of reminds me of the Blue Lives Matter flag. Never even thought of it. And anybody just being like, oh Blue God. Lives Matter. Because it's like, I support this thing that doesn't affect me negatively. Mm-hmm. Like, I am all for this event where people are murdered, and I benefit from it, mm-hmm. whether I want to admit that or not. But it makes our community better. Like bitch, that's blue lives matter. Yeah. Like that is the whole damn thing, in my opinion. Like, like and just this because things a blue life, period. No. Jesus, no. Are you blue? No. No, I'm um, blue. <laughs> I <laughs>
1: bitch,
0: I am blue. That you are so ignorant.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like just because you have not had a negative experience with the purge does not mean that the purge is
0: not bad. Right, like maybe go out and experience it before you put those damn flowers on your porch and be yeah. like, I support this.
1: So, just because you have not had a negative interaction with a police officer
0: does not negate the bad. <laughs> right. And I wonder if the Sandins in yours subsequent put those damn flowers out on their porch. I hope not. Probably not.
1: I hope they moved. They better not have stayed in that neighborhood with those shady neighbors. Because could you imagine every morning you're like out picking up your paper, you're walking your dog, you're mowing your lawn, and you have to see Grace over there whose face you bashed in on the table because she was just jealous of your new addition. Actually, no. You know what? No, you drive them out of the neighborhood. You built that new yeah. addition on the house. You sit in there. You sit on your porch every morning, drink your coffee, and stare them all down. Yep. And don't sell them any new security systems.
0: They'll probably come back and kill you, though. You
1: leave on Purge Night. Also, side note um, if you guys, because I know you can't see what we look like, um, and we have referenced Katie's Boothang on this podcast a few times. Katie's Boothang <gasps> looks like Shane in this movie. I'm no, convinced.
0: No, he doesn't. And Katie,
1: I even, I'm not talking about their personalities, because I will say too, Shane is a flop and Jack is not a flop. However, they do kind of look alike. And I did consult one of our other friends, and she agreed with me. Who, Olivia?
0: How dare you! You know what? People always tell me that he looks like people. People think he looks like <laughs> Harry Potter, which what? I can see sometimes. Yeah, but how do you see him looking like Harry
1: Potter and not this guy in this movie? His He's mannerisms, looking...
0: and then also I think he looks a lot like Peter, which I may have mentioned before. Oh, but you did mention that because
1: that's why you were like, I think I'm a team, or you're more biased towards towards team PETA I don't really yeah. see I see more mannerisms I guess with PETA I don't see anything with Harry Potter
0: I think I see him more than you so I think <laughs> I am correct but no does that mean what. you're too close so that when I say like that he
1: physically looks like this actor no it's hard to tell. No,
0: because I no. guys let us know but I'm pretty sure I'm right
1: How would any of them know what he looks like?
0: No, like let us know who's probably right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, like what? What does his girlfriend know what he looks like more than his friend? But
1: I think you're like too close that you can't like see it. Like what does does that mean? When you're so like when you are close to them, like your view. You know this, like when you, as you look at people more, or, like as you're friends with them longer, like the way that you see them changes. You have always
0: looked the same to me. <laughs> I would sure as hell hope not. <laughs> I mean, you've grown. Can we move on? This is okay. so stupid. <laughs> you can cut that all out. I'm no, I'm saying. leaving it an in and I'm going to put on a poll with a picture of Jack next to Shane. And you say, need to do, do these you men need look to, like, alike.
1: Because you're going to pick bad pictures and I'm telling you. No, I won't. I'll like. attempt. Election year uh, with my homegirl, Juliet from Lost. She will forever be Juliet from Lost. Uh, that's all I can ever see her as. I remember, like, screaming when I first saw her in this because I was like... Is that
0: the senator? (sighs) Yeah. I like this one. I like the senator's backstory with, like, her whole family being murdered and her Mm -hmm. surviving. And then that motivating her to run for office against the NFFA. And her morals and just being like, no, he has to live so I can, like, beat him fair and square. Mm -hmm. I love... Um, again, the multiple storylines, the different people we get to meet, but then the consistency of Leo and then later on Dante. And I love the duo, like the dynamic between Leo and Same. the Senator. I think they have a really good chemistry, really good vibe. That was one of my biggest things. That was one of my big takeaways
1: too, was I think those two characters work so well together in this film that yeah. it really helps
0: carry it. And then like the family relationship between the three from the deli, yeah. like, I I love when when Marco shows up. Yeah, that's so sweet. And him, like, helping rebuild the deli at the end and everything for Joe and Lainey. Yeah, I love when she shows up and, like, kills all the girls, the teenagers. Like, that's such a badass moment. I love that actress, too. But yeah. Yeah, I really like this one. Again, it's like action, action, action. A lot of cool fight scenes. Again, just more layers of, like, desensitization. What groups are disproportionately affected and then also the mindset of the upper class who is mm-hmm. like benefiting from this and how they're like clinging on to this for dear life yeah i agree with everything you said
1: i love this one i love the backstory with Centerone and that even when she's faced with the option of like killing her opponent that you really see that where her morals do lie through all of this. And that even though she's experienced so much trauma because of the purge, as many of these people have, that she Mm -hmm. still has a moral compass when, as we've kind of seen over the course of these movies, that so many people have lost that. So I think it's really cool to see in her and kind of see like the hope that she could provide for the country by the end of things. I love Joe. I love Marcos. I love Lainey. That whole trio is awesome. Love getting Dante back. And
0: Leo and Roan just are spectacular together. The guy at the end who is running for president against her, when we get the moment of him being like, purge, like, kill me. And he acts... So then we get to see, like, he actually believes this. Like, he's so far down the hole that, like, they genuinely believe that this is, like, good. Mm -hmm. And helpful. And I feel like that is so accurate to like people in power and like the upper class like some people know what they're doing and like that they're benefiting from shady stuff but then some people are literally just like no like Mm -hmm. it's fine and that was just a wild moment where it's like oh he like genuinely believes in this night like that it's good
1: i love electioneer though i thought it was another great one, I think Falling Up Anarchy, because I thought Anarchy was just so great that I really liked being out on the streets again, and it delivered in every way that I could have wanted. Do you want to talk about The First Purge at all and share any of your thoughts? I mean, obviously, I don't really have any, but... Yeah, so I've anything.
0: kind of touched on it a lot, so I won't go too far into it, but basically it's about The First Purge, and it's not a nationwide purge, it's just an experiment in Staten Island. Um, to see how it would go, and people don't kill each other enough. So then the government basically starts killing people and inciting violence, yada, yada. Even though they were, like, paying people to stay and paying them more to kill, people still didn't kill each other. I just felt like this one really scared me a lot because it resembled too much for me. Like, what's going on now? It was made in 2018, it's just like too real at this point which is really upsetting um but the kkk in this one makes an appearance and they're like using the night as an excuse to like go out and kill people and basically it's like the government and like these white power groups are the ones doing the majority of the killing but it makes the communities look like They need to be, like, they're the ones that are killing. And, like, that's just really messed up to me. And that's something that I feel like is going on right now. Don't love that. It also shows, it follows, one of the main characters is a drug dealer in Staten Island. And he's, like, really wealthy. Like, one of the only wealthy people there that we get to see. I feel like that character is a little stereotypical and I don't love... The portrayal of this community, really, in this movie, it's a little questionable to me. But it does show, like, the limited amount of options people in the community have. I really hope there's a fifth one.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so The Forever Purge is supposed to be out in 2021.
0: What do you think that's going to be about? The Forever Purge. I know, by the wording of that, I was kind of confused.
1: The only thing that I can think of is, so at the end of election year, uh, it was saying that... As Senator Roan won and she was going to be outlining the purge that there were already riots starting, then maybe mm-hmm. what if, like, everyone just starts rioting the end of the purge and, like, instead of it being 12 hours, like, it just is ongoing. Right. Just from the title, I don't really know. I don't really know where else they can go with it, but I'm excited because I feel like each time they've done it, it's been very different and has really like, built up the story better So even though, like, I haven't seen the first one, I do think that's an important piece of the puzzle that they filled in. So now I feel like they do have, like, a pretty complete story. So I am interested to see, I guess, where they still feel like they want to fill in any gaps.
0: Yeah. And I am interested to see what happens after that, too. Like, after she's elected.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we kind of already talked about some. I could just... Do you just want to rapid fire him real quick? What were your standout? Do you want to go first?
0: I just said, like, all the action sequences, especially in two and
1: three. Okay. I liked the first one. He's... Again, no one was really named in the first one, so the guy was just, um, blood... Blonde Purge guy, which Mm. you know who the guy is. Um, his speech about the man that they're giving sanctuary to being a pig and basically just, like, a spoiled, privileged white guy speech... That hit like way deeper watching it back than I ever remembered it being before. I like the way that he talks about this man that they're protecting.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Disgusting and definitely sets it up well to know like how people view these other people in society now.
0: Yeah, and how comfortable they are with violence. Like when he shoots his friend for talking over him, and yeah. it's like, oh, okay, you're psycho. <laughs> I love that little montage of them all like in the yard swinging on the swings, like skipping around. So, so creepy, creepy. But like again, Manson that's like family esque, yes. But then I was also like, that's the mentality because we see that other times too like, people just like doing crazy things, like the girls with their like lit up car and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like a game to people, it's like yeah. a dress up personality that you take on very interesting to me i like all the slow motion montages of like the people just like coming out it's spooky it's not right but it's very good filmmaking in my opinion because it gets you all psyched like when the sirens blend into like really intense guitar like yeah oh that and like
1: in the second one, then when it's showing the people and the buses, you know, driving mm. through tunnels, like the big groups of people, yeah. the people walking downtown, getting ready, the different purge groups all going out. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you said, it's messed up, but it does get you like kind of
0: psyched for everything that's about right. to happen. Yeah. I like that you brought that up about the second one because it's like, this is what we've kind of been waiting for. Like we want to see these people. Yeah. We want to see what's going on out in the streets. Like, and that's what we're about to get, mm-hmm. like, these crazy-ass people going at it. Yeah. So I
1: love those moments.
0: I you can go now. <laughs>
1: Um, I love the scene. It's, there's not much that happens, but it's just when Shane and Liz's car breaks down on that bridge and then the crew pulls up behind them and they wave with their machete Mm -hmm. and taunts them. It just gives me chills and I get so much anxiety, even though like I'm literally sitting at home watching this. It is a fictional movie, but it makes me so nervous thinking about if that was me in their position right now. Mm -hmm. uh the yeah that scene like sticks out so much um and the second one i also just found it more interesting again watching it back of being like fuck man how messed up is this? is diego's speech when he breaks into callie and ava's apartment of being like all you had to do was be polite and like you've been rejecting me so now i'm like coming in and how it's his right to kill yeah he keeps referring to them as bitches and he's like i it's my God-given right by this country to take what's mine. And it's just that mentality again. One, it's also act- terrifying as a woman watching that and being like, mm-hmm. oh, even further perpetrating that if you don't smile at a man or if you reject a man, that he's going to come and attack you and kill you uh right. just playing on that fear in this that i ne- i didn't realize that as much i think like diego got overshadowed by everything else that went on in the movie and still does he's like a very minor part in it but that i just like didn't really remember right. and that was like ugh, just gross
0: yeah that like american sense of entitlement is just so like exempt or like heightened in these movies like with the uh frat guy that It's like, it's our right. Like, give him to us. We want to kill him. So messed up. And people say that type of stuff all the time. Like, it's my right to do what I want. And it's like, in that moment, Diego is part of the community that is, like, about to be shot up, too. So he's like, I don't know. You're right. That is a hard moment to watch. When Joe passes away, I don't like it that Joe passes away, but it's just a really touching moment that he has with his – pretty much his family, Marcos and Laney, And then him and Joe have, like, this connection now after, like, kind of being at odds at the beginning of the movie. And he's just kind of, like, take care of them. And uh, it's such a touching moment. And I genuinely did get yeah. emotional. And I was like, that's actually really sad. And he died for the senator, too. Like, he – took a bullet for her after being the most skeptical one about her winning that like showed he genuinely believed in her enough to like take a bullet for her
1: uh a moment that i thought was interesting just in the change that you see in a character is as you said you're like i don't need to see what happens to liz afterwards but the moment where she decides that she wants to purge at an- at the end of anarchy I just think it's really interesting for her character to think about. Like, you start out with this woman who's like, so terrified of being out on the purge. And she multiple times throughout the night is like, we don't want to kill anyone. We don't want to hurt anyone. We don't want any part of this. And is really just mm-hmm. trying to, like, stay out of it. And even though she's very much, like, in the moment, in the purge, she is still trying to always keep herself separate. So then to see mm-hmm. Shane shot in front of her and see that change all of a sudden of being, like... I want to purge. Like now I want to be a part of this. I think it's just mm. an interesting moment. And I would actually love to see what Liz is up to on the next purge night. You know, where, where is Liz now? Yeah. I want to see how that affected her in her everyday life after this night. Yeah. My last one, it's just so unsettling to me. It's the purge and purify chant in the chapel and election year, mm. that whole speech. It's so unsettling. It's so creepy to me. All of those people that they are just so far believing in the purges. They're like so far gone. Kind of what you said, how even when he was telling Roan to shoot him at the end, how he like so believes in this. I think that is terrifying. (laughs) And that whole purge and purify chant is just so unsettling.
0: When it, hands to the audience after he reveals that they have the senator there and they're like the one guy's like yes like i've been waiting for this like i'm so glad that they got her like for us to murder like it's so like did that not kind of make you think okay i you should
1: probably cut this part out but did that not kind of make you think about like the republican party or like certain
0: members of the republican party like if they brought aoc that's, it, like, exactly what I thought when I saw this. Yeah, And they would be like, she wants to kill babies. Have you, seen, like, realized that their justification for everything is like, well, you advocate for the murder of children. You advocate for the murder of babies. It's like, honey. Come up with something new. No, I don't. That, like, learn the term advocate, first of all. We're not saying kill the babies. <laughs> kill the babies. We're saying... Let us do what we want with our own bodies, please. I have a question. Yes. Okay. Who would you rather have with you on Purge Night, Leo or Dante?
1: Leo. He has f- like formal tr- military training. Or I don't think it's ever s- explicitly said, but he
0: looks legit. I think he's like a police chief or something. Oh. I thought I read that on Wikipedia. Okay. But then he quickly becomes, like, part of a progressive yeah. political campaign, so maybe his sins are forgiven, but... I would also choose like Leo, no offense to Dante, because I feel like Dante is a real one yeah. who would always show up, yeah. and Leo would definitely, like, bail for his own personal shit, especially in the second one, maybe not in the third one. But then he ended up coming through. He did, because he felt bad, mm-hmm. but he, like, hesitated, so I don't know. I think I would still go with Leo. Mm-hmm. Because I think I could emotionally manipulate him to stay with me and not abandon me. True. Dante, I could have a good giggle
1: with, though. Like, I feel like we could just have a fun time. We could try to make the best out of things. Yeah. We could also, like, really join together. And then, like, I would want to join his movement and, like, be an activist me too. with him in the following That's years. what I was
0: thinking. But
1: I still think that for my own personal safety on the night, like, if it came down to it... I would, like, really trust that Leo would protect me, you know?
0: I agree, and I definitely would want to be friends with Dante and not Leo. Yes, agreed. (laughs) Who do you think would last longer in the purge, me or you? You. Yeah, I think that's really true, unfortunately. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's no question.
1: I can't even make it through a haunted house. I am too nope. terrified. I don't, the whole, like, fight or flight, I think I would free. Like, I don't think I would really be able
0: to do anything. Yeah, I also feel like, you know, I've never been in this situation where it's like I have to kill somebody to save my own life. But I feel like so often in movies, people hesitate. And I don't feel like I would have that hesitation with somebody who's, like, trying to kill me or trying to kill people I'm with or, like, my family,
1: you know? Okay, I don't think I would... Either. I think I would be like, I think you hit that level, you know, that level of like adrenaline. I would just have to get to that point. But I think that I would honestly like try to put myself in peril to end the panic before I had to like deal with any actual trauma. Where you, I feel like I could see you like actually being out running around the streets trying to like hustle to survive. Where I would, like, find a place and just, like, hunker in a corner with a gun and just, like, try to survive that way.
0: Right. Yeah. And I would, like, try to strategize and, like, find somewhere to go.
1: Yeah. Where like, you know how Liz and Shane are out and about? I would, like, have tried to, like, cram my way in between a dumpster and just, like, (laughs) try to... Then, like, you know, if I had a gun and just, like, sit there and just... Hope that no one comes at me from, like, above. But then, like, have some form of protection, but also be able to, like, fight. I don't know. I hope we never get to that level. But if so, (sighs) R.I.P. everyone. I do have a will,
0: so. (laughs) (laughs) What would be, like, your Purge costume slash, like, your getup, you know? Like... Would you have a vehicle? What would be your weapon? Like, what would be your persona, purge persona?
1: I love that question. Okay, let's start off. I definitely would have a car because around yeah. here, like, you would kind of need one, you know? You would need a car yeah. pretty much around here. And I don't own a bike. Yeah. So it's pretty much a car where I walk <laughs> and I'm not walking. So I'd get a car... I would definitely reinforce things like Leo did. You know, how he like armored up his car. I would do the same. As for a costume, I don't know. I would definitely have a mask of some sort. I think that would be fun. Also, I wouldn't want people to like see my face. I would definitely get Mm -hmm. dressed in all black. I would kind of want a cape. I don't know why that was like a, my immediate thing, but kind of like a hooded no cape. cape.
0: Somebody could grab you.
1: But like, wouldn't that look really cool? Like me stalking around the streets with like a hood, yeah. like a giant hood up. I'm almost thinking like Jedi esque look. That's where my yeah. mind went
0: immediately. Was like a Sith Lord. But, like, instead of a lightsaber... Or if your car had a sunroof and you could be, like, out the sunroof and the cape fluttering in the background. Like, that'd be kind of and a move. You're, you're, like, wielding your weapon, too, like, in the air. Yeah. Ooh. You could have, like, a glow-in-the-dark machete so it looks like a lightsaber.
1: Like, that'd be kind of cool. And then... That would. So I definitely want some sort of mask. I'd want something really creepy. So, I don't know. Mm. Something kind of like the dudes that follow them around and taunt them. Something like that, Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing light up. I don't need like an LED light or anything, nothing like that. I'd go for something a little more understated. Um, and then as for a weapon, I'd have to have multiple. I'd have like some knives sheaved in sheaved. Sheathed sheaved, what's that word? Sheathed. <laughs> Sheathed <laughs>
0: I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sheathed into
1: my boots. You know, like strapped onto my boots, basically. So I have little daggers down there. I would definitely want a gun, but I would also kind of want... Like, you know how the machete... I wouldn't have thought a machete. But everyone in the movie just makes it look so goddamn stylish that I kind of want a machete.
0: Yeah, I think that film and television make swords, knives... Thing like that they make it look a lot easier than i think it actually is like you have to be strong to like actually get that through somebody yeah. so i don't know if that would be the right choice for me but i do like the vibe of the machete too i
1: think that would be more for looks
0: but the gun yes. and
1: also i don't think i'd want to be that up and close up close and personal to a kill You know, like having to like actually use a machete. So I don't know.
0: What would be your look? Yeah, I love skeletons. Mm. So maybe something with skeleton themed. But I also really like drag. So maybe I could go full drag and like just do, like get my makeup done really crazy. And then I think that an ice cream truck would be a cool vehicle for like friends. You know, oh. and kind of creepy, and we have the music to like let people know that we're coming. You like slow how it creepy down. would that be? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but then also then you, then you have think, treats like, on
1: board so like you don't get yeah, right oh, for sure tonight.
0: maybe like a chainsaw or something or like a bat with like spikies Ooh. around it.
1: actually, you're so right. A bat would be a good move because we yeah. both played softball. We could swing that pretty hard. Yeah. That'd be fun. I never thought about that. So Katie would... Oh, so we would go out to purge together.
0: Yeah, I think I would want to go with a group. Mm -hmm.
1: I wouldn't want to go by myself. I I don't even like going outside by myself normally at night, let alone on a purge night.
0: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't think that, like, it's right to do this, but, (laughs) like, it's a real thing. It's not. But, like, an armored limo where we all just, like, (laughs) go out and occasionally, like rob a store and then like get back in the limo i don't know yes or a party bus a party bus bus. with a stripper pole (laughs) yes Yes.
1: yeah so katie like you said we're not taking this seriously like this is a joke what would we do i think we get an armored party bus we get catering beforehand so we have catering on the bus and then yeah. we trick it out on the outside and we make sure it's like the ratchet party bus from your birthday that the back door yeah. like flies open all the time. So that way we can like yeah. show off outside a bit. I can get some wind through my cape. You can show off your mm-hmm. chainsaw as we drive around. I think that's a move. Also, we'll make a nice purge playlist like the one dude did just to ride around and jam. Okay, so then if we're thinking who would dive into, like, the character more and, like, that whole, like, mindset, who do you think, like, we would be going out with? Who do you think would do that the most then?
0: Like, if I were a spooky drag queen, I think I would be really into that character. I, I love to play characters. We would both get really into it. I think Allie would just sit out. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think you would get into a especially if you were like a skeleton drag queen I think you would get really into that <laughs> and I think as well like we both have that like extra ness like as we were yeah. talking about in our YouTube video, like we're both enough of a narcissist that I think we would both like really get into it.
0: Yeah, and we also feed off of each other's mm-hmm. energy. Like if one of us is down, then the other one's like, eh. yeah. Like if one of us is like, da, 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 then the other one is like up for it too, if, and we just like bounce off of each other. If
1: we're really going for it, that would translate the other
0: i think it would be so fun we should like there should be more adult halloween
1: stuff besides just like haunted houses because i can't
0: do that yeah
1: i am down for like dressing up this year and like having again like another little party when i say a party i mean like four people like four people we have been very safe what purge concept is your favorite i guess like from the four movies like the first purge the home invasion the out on the streets or like the political senator, like what was kind of your favorite concept?
0: I think out on the streets is probably my favorite and the most the one that I felt was the most effective and the most believable. Like th- when we got to see that there was government intervention in the purge, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Whereas when they were like with the election, the whole catalyst is that she doesn't, she's not immune anymore, like level 10 or whatever that whole thing is over and so that was kind of predictable as to like the fallout of that and what was going to happen mm-hmm. i like the political one like second best and i also just really like that but yeah i think out on the streets just really seeing like the gritty like form of the purge mm-hmm. is like what i really wanted as an audience member after seeing the first one i was like okay but like what is this night really like what about you I agree. I think that on the Streets one is the coolest. And
1: I like that we have three different storylines going of people being out there for three different reasons. I think Election yeah. Year is super cool because I you get way more into the nitty gritty of the political system that is in place in this that I think is really cool. However, you are just like pretty much focused on that the whole time. Where in Anarchy, you're still getting that, but you're getting that amongst these five other people kind of dealing with different circumstances within the Purge. So... Yeah, I think anarchies, like, that concept is the coolest. I think, one, those girls are so stupid, too, that they would drive out in a car, decked out in lights. I would try to be a little more yeah. incognito. Um, I know that there kind of seems to be, like, an unspoken rule of, like, purgers leaving other
0: purgers alone if they're kind of, like, out there just to, like, kill whoever. Yeah. I think they, I always felt like they were stupid in asking for, like just dying Mm -hmm. and people out purging for fun. I just feel like why, like you are risking so much and the murder tourists, like the people coming in from other countries to kill like that is just weird and crazy to me. But again, I just think it's like a cultural like desensitization thing that the government has a hand in like what we're consuming and what we're believing basically.
1: Could you not so, imagine what other countries would think if we started a purge? Like, the, they already look at us like we're a bunch like,
0: of idiots. But could you just imagine? <laughs> just know that, like, the things that are happening in our world are, like, very serious and real. And Michael and I are, like, in a privileged privileged position to compare the two things and not really be affected by them ourselves. And we recognize that and we're not doing it as like entertainment really we're doing it to like try to bring awareness to it and try to like recognize that this isn't really fiction like the purge isn't as fictional as we would like it to be i don't know i just want to make it clear that we're not like I, like i don't know how to describe it we're we're trying we're not trying to like make light of mm-hmm. the s- similarities i guess
1: and that I would encourage you too, like, if you watched these movies years ago, go back and rewatch them and just try to find those similarities or drawing those different conclusions. And hopefully that your world lens has changed since seeing them like Katie and I have watching them. And looking back and taking a new appreciation of them away. Not appreciation in, like, a good way. But, you know, seeing things that you maybe didn't see before. And I would hope that other people see that and are more aware of that.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that that would be the case. And I know that people kind of, like, joke a lot about, like, oh, we're about to be in the Hunger Games here. Like, oh, it's the purge. Like, jokes kind of like that and stuff. And even, I'm so sick of the, like, 2020, like, is so cursed. It's like, no, it's really not, like, these are real issues that we're just going to continue dealing with if we don't address them. So, like, stop minimizing the literal, like, death and oppression of other people to a curse. Like, that is just such a privileged standpoint to have. And, I like, I'm a culprit of this. Like, I, I have done this before. But, like, it's not a joke. And, like, these are real people's lives that are starting to look like these movies Mm -hmm. that can be so horrific. So it's, like, that's not funny. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode about The Purge. Mm -hmm.
1: Next week, we will be talking about HBO's new movie, Unpregnant. Uh, Very excited for that. I'm very excited to just watch a new movie. Very excited to see Barbie in something new. So. (laughs)
0: Lylas.